Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware, and uh, we've got a vegetarian coming over, Mum. Oh, whoopee. Well, whoopee for you, because you didn't bloody well, do now anything. You, now you know. You were very unsupportive yet again. Darling, it's because I don't know enough about that you've done a grand job. Well, it looks absolutely... I've really stressed myself out this I week. I know you have, darling. Because you is know it, I eat a lot of... Is it because you quite like the guests? I mean, coming? he is quite yeah. cute, but, um, but I just find that when I cook for a vegetarian I overcompensate and then yeah. I do about 10 different dishes and actually as my gorgeous friend Bella who has the Bella's sherry cod in the yeah. book says you gotta let you've gotta let the number one sing you've gotta let the main dish sing that's what I said to you well, yesterday. I have a choir of uh, dishes today. I don't know which one's going to drown out the other. However, I do think the thing that Bella told me to cook is quite gorgeous. Oh, it looks fabulous. It may not taste well, good. Tell them what it is, darling. Okay, so it is, I think, what you call a galette. I did get just roll pastry because I can't yeah. be doodling with bloody doing pastry. I've got too much shit, other things to do. Um, but what's good about it, which you won't be able to... See, See, because you're listening to this. You basically, you you um, what do you do? You strip. What do you do? Yeah, strip, strip a butternut squash. Peel. You peel Peel. a butternut squash, squash in strips. Yeah, lengthways. And what you do is kind of make like a a rose, rose and by kind of putting them all together, so it looks really gorgeous. And then it's with cider onions. That I did shallots because I didn't have onions. Cider onions with butter, like caramelized. We've done a bit of cheddar. I wanted to do goat's cheese, but you said cheddar, no, so there stronger. we go. Thyme, because I didn't have sage, and rosemary, and then you put it on a short crust pastry. It looks nice. Does it taste nice? We don't know. I went to Braun yesterday to celebrate my gorgeous friend Sarah, who is due any day. Well, she's actually overdue, yesterday, but we don't talk yeah. about that, do we? Um, your baby is um, due from this date. So we went to Braun to celebrate. And actually... We went to Campania first. Sister's favourite place. Right, but we went to Campania. And they wouldn't let you. They fucking locked us out. 
We were there. I like an early lunch, 12 o'clock. Locked us out. Well, I don't blame them. <laughs> well, anyway, Too we went. Early. Braun let us in, and um, we had what such time an amazing. You up by one o'clock. Yeah, because <laughs> I had a meeting with the rabbi at two, mum. Uh, um, why? To discuss my date for my uh, bat did mitzvah. Did you meet uh, Rabbi Adrian? Yes, I did. Is he lovely? Very nice. He Easy a, breezy. He was a bookseller in Berlin. Was he? Mm. Well, anyway, now he's my rabbi, and we've got a Does date. Does he love you? Fireworks night, mum. Oh, there's going to be November. sparks in that synagogue, I tell you. Woo! When I'm reading from that Torah on that bimmer. Darling, maybe you should have an outside after event so we can have fireworks. I actually hate fireworks, so no, thank I you. love fireworks. Anyway, um, so um, went to Braun. It was absolutely delicious. I love them. Anybody who lives in London or doesn't, you should always go to Braun. It was so good. But anyway, I had a bitter leaves salad there. So I thought with the but- butternut squash galette bitter leaves so I've done bitter leaves with this and then of course because I'd already got the things for lots of different things I've done that otolenghi oh I haven't done it yet it needs to go in the oven the blistered tomatoes with cold yogurt I've got delicious sourdough from the snapery bakery which I love um where is that it's in Bermondsey and you've been all the way to Bermondsey I've got Sam to cycle there today but anyway so I've got gorgeous sourdough from them because I miss the dusty knuckle how do I get it and then I've done a butter bean dip with charred spring onions, mm. um, with the Brindisa butter beans, because they're great. So we're having that, and then you've done pud. What have you done? I've done a chocolate and olive oil cake, and you've brought some berries, mm. and I've brought some fresh cream. You've got some creme fresh. I love that you've brought some fresh cream. She's bought, like, a quarter of a tub of double no, cream not. that's probably gone off last week. No, it's not. Anyway. Um, okay, we won't have it. So... We have comedian, actor, writer, wow. Jamie Demetrio. Who is he Greek or Greek Cypriot? Greek Cypriot. I'm always intrigued by comedians because not only is he a comedian and writer, he was in Fleabag. He was the boyfriend in Fleabag. Which boyfriend? The annoying boyfriend with the big oh, teeth. I they remember. were his, not they his teeth. They were not his teeth. Anyway, so he was in that. He did Stathlet's Flats. He's won BAFTAs for Stathlet's Flats, he's, which he's I've not... watched. And Stath is probably one of the most adorable characters in British no, television. He's, not very he's so sweet, though. And great voice, Mum. So I've told him to warm up for you. Yeah. Um, for karaoke and um, he's in this new TV show on Apple TV it's called The After Party it's not on yet who's got a lot it's got Alana from Broad City and some other t- Tiffany Haddish who had a bat mitzvah when she was older a black mitzvah she called it oh and he was in one of the greatest films that cheered me up when my bloody tour got cancelled and yeah. Eurovision Eurovision have you watched it no, yet no I Mom? haven't done Jamie Dimitri coming up on Table Man is probably the only Greek Cypriot vegetarian there is. I mean, a rare species. Kalispera, Jamie. Cheers, darling. Cheers, lovely to meet you. Yamas. Oh, God. You're speaking more Greek than my dad. I've got a house in Greece. Do you? Whereabouts? Yeah, a little tiny island. Well, it's not Skopelos. Oh, Skopelo. Yeah, of course. Skopelo. Do, do you know what? Do you actually know? Skopelo is, uh, to me, I've been to Skopelo in Sicily, but I've never been um, in Greece. My dad's actually from Cyprus. Is he? So, yeah, I was just trying Which to do the accent again. Cyprus? So he... Do you speak Greek? No. He says it nicely, though. No. <laughs> I speak, <laughs> I say things Greekly. But I don't... Jamie, say yeah. your surname with Dimitri- Dimitriou. Oh, my God. No. That's so attractive. This is wonderful to be asked that. 
Darling. It makes me feel amazing. But what, Jamie can't be a Greek name. No, so. Yeah. In fact, do you know what? I can just come straight out of the gates with an answer. Yeah, answer. straight out the Oh place. my God, come on. Can you we imagine? Love it. Yeah, love it. So, my um, mum is English. Okay. And um, my dad wanted to call me Dimitri Dimitriou. I think that's great. You're into that? You probably have done better in the whole He's doing stupid okay. world. You do? <laughs> Dimitri, Dimitri has a ring to it. Are you Double sad D. you're not Well, D-double-E. so he, he wanted to call me Dimitri Dimitriou. Mm. And my mum said, obviously not. I want him to have a life. Um, <laughs> I'm keen that he sort of enjoys his life. And my dad was like, hmm, all right. And anyway, apparently they went back and forth about names for ages. And one day they were in the car... And um, my dad sort of softly said, okay, you don't like um, Dimitri? How about um, Jamie Dimitri? And my mum went, wanting to hate it, but she was like, <laughs> oh, God. Annoyingly, I do actually really like that. Are you not James? Uh, well, Jamie. It is, it is Jamie. And so my dad went, okay. And then he turned to the camera and went, little does she know that Jamie in Greek is Dimitri. <laughs> So my name effectively is Dimitri Dimitri. Yeah, when I go to Cyprus, when I, growing up, when I'd go to Cyprus, people would call me Dimitri and I wouldn't turn and they'd be like, hey! <laughs> so Jamie, you know the shtick about the podcast, you know. I love And we are so podcast. thrilled to have you on. Thank you so much. Um, so tell us about who was around the dinner table and who was cooking. I've heard a bit about your family through your sister being on Adam Buxton. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. But, like, I want to hear from you. Excuse me, she's got a Greek name. Natasia. So, Natasia is her name. Oh, it's gorgeous. But everyone calls her Tash, and she gets... Is she not like that? He actually called her Tash. Well, she... No, she... To be fair to her, she went by... She goes officially by the name Tash because she was worried that people would find it difficult going into this world. But I think she's starting to kind of own Natasia a bit more. Okay. It, it's beautiful. And yeah. she's a comedian as well. She is. Comedy actor. Why is everyone a comedian in your family? Uh, yeah, funny. what was going on at that jeans. dinner table? Yeah, no, the funny jeans. Where do they come from? I, Dad or your mum? I, I feel like I'm going to have to say both and neither. Okay. <laughs> I think that it's like they... I think that the, if it comes from anywhere, it comes from me and Tash sort of catching... Natasha. Crap. Catching, <laughs> catching each other's eye when weird stuff was going on. I mean, what you... There's just... Going it, on, I mean, my dad is what wildly is eccentric. Like, oh. like, like, like destructively eccentric. Okay, what does he do? Um, destructively. I mean... No, what's his job? So he was a chef. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now yes, well they, oh, this is stunning oh stuff. Oh my God, no, you haven't tasted it. But anyway, go on, go on, speak back down. So he's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, there's did almost... Did he have a restaurant? He did, yeah. He used to have a, he used to own a restaurant. Basically, he had a whole life before I was born where he managed restaurants and a place called Piaf's and Pippin's, places in... Heard of Pippin's. Yeah, yeah. He was amazing. I mean, he was um, he was the assistant to uh, Robert Carrier when he was a... Uh, oh, my yeah. God. Do you uh, know who Robert Carrier is? No. Right, he was kind of the first cookbook person uh-huh. with the most amazing colours 
mm. of the co- the cooking. It was the, the, probably the most boring pictures, but very vibrant colours. Oh, I think the pictures re- when you look back at them yeah, now, so they have a certain kind of potency. Fifth, yeah, they're about six fifties and sixties. Yes, they? yeah, yeah. So my dad's my dad's eighty one. So he's been around a while, but he was he was kind of in the back. So as well as being the front of these books and magazines, I think Robert Carrier was like one of the first sort of celebrity chefs on TV he's as well. Okay. Chef. So my dad was the kind of like like quiet Greek like so kitchen he was like boy the t- and, kitchen and test yeah, and in, in yeah. the background, kind of like you know, you know, and 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 he had this amazing life of being a chef, but then. When things started becoming kind of vegetarian and things like that, he got scared so and say, sold his restaurant. I and know, then, I, listen, I understand this, but yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. so I should have had him here. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, he sort of ended up having this whole new life when he met my mum, and he basically was—he was quite old. So he—he he, he bought. Is your mum a bit younger? Uh, like seven, eight years. So she looks. Look she looks fantastic. She does at the moment, yeah. I mean, so so he actually um, he has dementia now, but he but which is it's a hellscape. Sorry. I just it feels weird to talk about him without without saying that. Uh, but oh, but he's heaven, you know. He's he's like so. He's at home with your mum. He is at home with my mum. But yeah, there uh, he's a uh, he's just. You know, the, the lucky thing about that is though is that you know there's a certain eccentricity that comes with dementia, and he. Um, has been the maddest man I've ever met in my life <laughs> since I was born. So it's sort of just like a different direction of weirdness right. kind of thing. So it's still kind of in keeping with everything. It's, yeah. Um, so your dad it was the chef? At the dinner table. At the dinner table well, or? So his, well, because he worked evenings, it wasn't the most traditional setup cooking-wise. Well, my mum ended up working evenings as well. So what for did my, your mum do? She was a nanny. She kind of was like, she did various things. She still does. She's been a nanny. She was a reflexologist. So no one was there so, when you were in the evening? Yeah. Well, look, I wasn't neglected or anything. Who it looked was just, after you? Um, well, this is from the age of like 11 they were, yeah. they were doing that. I just sort of t- telly, I suppose. Um, but also they like, but no, they were very loving. My, my, my parents are amazing. My mum is unbelievably loving, but like just, you know, needed... So needed she needed. So who was in the house? Just me and my sister. But but they'd get back at like eight, and oh, it was they fine. Got back early. Yeah, yeah. What so, did you eat? So right, yes. Yeah. So we would basically. There was a long period of. I think me and my sister are control freaks in a lot of ways, and insisted eventually because we got used to this thing of cooking off for ourselves in the evening. We got used to this thing of cooking for ourselves. So it started with like wow. crap pot noodle, and we were like, we, we were going. Bad. I mean, yeah, like. When we learned, me and my sister once had a huge row over the amount of water you put in one of those blue dragon packets. You know, when you get yeah, those yeah, like yeah. things, Absolutely. literally that led to like my head being slammed into the stove because we had such a disagreement about the amount of water. Freaky. That's what happens when you leave kids alone on their own yeah. to make dinner. And the problem there. <laughs> yeah. But um, before that, I mean, when I was a kid, my, like, my parents are obviously amazing cooks. But we just wanted dinner earlier, so we'd cook for ourselves. And then eventually that sort of spun into like, I need to have something that isn't beige. So what are the basics I can learn? And then they would sort of feed in little things like, I think the foundation of being able to eat well is knowing how to make a tomato sauce and knowing how to make a salad. If you can, if you can, dr- if you have a tomato sauce, you can dress anything, and if you can dress a salad, you can kind of dress anything. So olive oil, lemon, salt was the kind of like, 
top line of my childhood. If you can, if you have olive oil, lemon, salt, everything's gonna be fine. Oh wow, Jeff! This, oh my god! Wow, who I've is heard that? About your girlfriend, I've seen the pictures. Yeah. She, are we allowed to talk? Oh yeah, 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 of course. Oh is she my a chef, god! A professional chef. Well, as of about two years ago, she's. A Basically, in the lockdown, she uh, she ha the lockdown happened to start. She left her job like a month before, what and was so her job before? she was working for a TV production company. And she worked in politics before that. She was basically trying to find what it was she wanted to do, and it just came at a really bad time during lockdown. She was like, trying, "Thank you." She was trying to keep herself busy while I was off desperately trying to write series three of my show. Um, thank you. So and it's Sathlet's. Yeah, Sathlet, the stupidest title that's ever no, been given to a It's so clever. It's, honestly, he is the most adorable character. <laughs> Isn't Thanks. he? He's annoying yeah. too. Yeah, oh no, yeah. He's, uh, oh no, he's annoying. I think, he's I think annoying. we can all agree he's annoying. I, I really, you don't think he's annoying? And I, I, I honestly, like, I, I, I loved it so much. And actually, I hadn't watched it until we went on Sunday brunch and Katie Wicks was on it. Oh, you went on Sunday brunch? Yeah, and she cool. was on it promoting her book and stuff, Let's Fast. Yeah. And I was like, I need to watch this. And it was, yeah, it's fucking great. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, yeah, I, that, I really appreciate that. I'm, I'm sort of, uh, I kind of think my opinion on the show is truly um, based on what other people think of it. So anytime I hear someone say it's nice. If it wasn't brilliant. Oh, well, we'll see. So during lockdown, during yeah. lockdown, I was. Um, Claire and I were, she was trying to work out how she could fill her time, do be productive, not get yeah. bogged down by everything. Yeah. And she decided she was going to never cook the same thing twice. She's a very kind of, uh, um, she's aggressively opinionated about food and always has been. And is very, very naturally good cook, oh has God. sort of been cooking since yeah. she was a kid. And she was, but she's never kind of explored it as a career path anyway. So, I, so she, so during lockdown, she was like bored and, I guess if you're trying to cook, you're, if you never want to cook the same thing twice, you hit like three weeks and you're like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to start learning how to make stuff because we assumed the lockdown wouldn't go on as long as it did and then it did. And by the end, she kind of had racked up this whole like endless album of a stunt. And it was actually like, it was becoming weird how good the food was. It was like, this shouldn't be as good as it is. Anyway, she sent off um, so yeah, she sent uh, all. Uh, she was like, I, I could like this seems like something I could maybe do. Is this something she's just trying to work? And she happened to send off to like all the food stylists around just to be like, are these something? And almost all of them got back in touch. So she's a food stylist. And she's now. like been working as for the Guardian for for everyone That's as a food great. stylist for like a year and just literally off. It's been like very rare Should person who benefits from that. Mother. I mean, yeah, she, but yeah, she, it's all very exciting. Oh, and, but it means that but now she's like on this endless kind of endeavor to like be kind of seasonal and, and, and she's really, really right. getting into it all. And it's, and it's very, very, I mean, it's so whack to be like, to be like, oh, lucky me, <laughs> full tummy and all that. But it is actually like so lovely. Mum, you need so to hear Jamie's stopped. voice. Got He's voice. got really good, like, like it's like Virgin on Jesse J trilling. Are you basing this on? Um, are you basing this on the staff songs? Yeah. Right, right. What is that staff song? Oh, the one, the lullaby to Dina. Yeah. It's um, it's good fun, is what it is. I'll go and sing it. Did you make that up, or is that another? Uh, a oh no, of course. Yeah, no, I made it up. Yeah. Did, did you sing when you were younger? Uh, yeah. Well, it was uh, it was kind of a crossroads when I was in my late teens. It was like sincerity or comedy. And sincerity was represented in music. I was in a band and taking myself really what seriously. 
Well, we were called the Alphabets, and then that band Alphabets came along yeah. with fascination. And I think we had a conversation and a practice where we discussed, we were like, okay, we need to change our name. And I was like, I think the conversation went into, or we could just break up because I'm not sure we're already into this music. <laughs> what <laughs> was the music you were making? It was very sort of at the time when people were singing in a London accent. Yeah. Oh, New Wave. Well, more, no? ki- yes, but more kind of like, Who were you I inspired suppose. by, Jamie T? Oh, I would have Clapsons? loved to have been J- Julian Casablancas. Okay. But I wasn't. There's no, uh, the Strokes. So there's no like oh, London strokes. equivalent. So, okay, so you were a bit Strokes, bit... Oh, I was trying, I don't know. I don't know who we were. I think I was just like, basically, I just went to uni instead. I really wanted to go to drama school. I wasn't getting in anywhere. My sister was like, I just had the maddest time at Leeds. She went to Leeds and mm. basically just had a sort of party time there. And I hadn't really considered uni because in my head I always had drama school, drama school, drama school. But I was thick. Like, I was not ready. I hadn't, I was not, I didn't know anything about theatre. I didn't know anything about anything. I was like a kind of, you know, the, the staff, the show that I write is all about people wanting to be something or famous without putting any effort in. Because that is how I was. I was just sort of like... Yeah, that'd be wicked. And then I'll just get all the glory and I don't have to do anything. <clears throat> and like, you know, it's about <laughs> other stuff apart from that. It's quite a, it's that's like quite a, weird a like, sub, yeah. Well, but mean, it is, you know, that, that's what Sophie's character is about. Yeah. But, but, you know, and then I was like, you know what, I actually have to do something. And somehow I got into Bristol. What um, do you do? What? To do, I did drama, but it was under the banner of film, theatre and television. That was the department. But So I got to learn how to edit and stuff, which was useful because the kind of, the world that was coming around was all about making little videos for the internet. So I would edit little videos of myself and, and send them places, doing different characters. Like Staff was born out of... Uh, conversation I had with John Petrie who's uh was working for Rough Cut at the time with Ash Taylor who made my show and Ash Taylor, who, who I, makes I had a night at Bungalow 8 with of course you did in it's, whenever that was a thing and it was very good fun yeah he's a lot of fun I like Ash he's a lot of fun and also you know I grew up like literally with the office on my shrine like you know and he made that anyway so I had this chat with John and he was, I, I had this voice that I'd been doing for ages, that sort of nasal kind of Greek kind of twist, sort of London Greek guy kind of thing. And, um, and he was like, we were talking about laying agencies and how it's a funny job because more often than not, you're put off by the, of the flat by the letting agent. If they're pointing at the, do you know what I mean? If it's like the amount of times I've been in a situation where it's been like, so as you can see that, don't look at that. That's, um, that is, it does smell, it does smell, but trust me in time the smell will subside like that my brother-in-law's an estate agent and i bet he's the best guy (laughs) he's very kind he actually does very well for himself i I will say that since doing the show i'm constantly obviously (laughs) in life in life you have to find flats you have to and they're always so lovely everyone's so lovely but they also always deflect they deflect the impression. Like, I'll tell you what, you're an half-light someone who works in our office. When you're in Bristol, yes. the food's really good there. I th- did you, did went, you go to the Tarly Cafe? Went... I was skint, man. Oh. I, 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 I honestly, I was like packed lunch for three years. What did you cook as a student because you were skint? Oh, man. How, were you sick of pot noodles by that point? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I, I think if you're going to have a kind of dried noodle kind of with hot water kind of thing, pot noodle isn't the way to go anymore. I don't know what it is. It's like It's like... What is like? It, there's nothing of the. There's nothing Asian about it. 
No. I think it's Which is not, that, I, not that they're trying to be that. I do. Like, there, there's MSG a wonderfulness to it. I, do, right, would, you, would you rather have that than say like, I don't know. It's well, cheap though. It is cheap, but so are like any kind of packet noodles. There's just so many I, better packet noodles than I pot noodles. I rediscovered pot noodles on a flight back from Greece when my oh, daughter who... We had them coming it. back from Tenerife. She still talks about that meal <laughs> on, on that flight. Do you know what I don't get about it? I, well, number one, it's I, it's actually aggressively savoury. Look, who doesn't like umami? Umami mm. is, you know, <laughs> I don't have to tell you. If it's but... too wet, <laughs> if all the flavours in the, 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 you end up with it too wet. Right, yeah. Do you know that those, those chunks that you get at the I bottom? I know, the little... What the are, soya chunks. The soya. What are they? I like They're them. not... Meat. Wow, but you know what? That, I I'm, think that that I think that the accept that is like where kind of food chic lives now, right? The acceptance of uh, the deliciousness of like a Dorito or something. It's like everyone like that is like I do think that the kind of fashion at the moment is to be like just fuck, let's have some bloody pomodoro and some Doritos. Who cares? It's, it, well, there's like what's his face and white Russian one of the chefs. <laughs> have you heard of white Russian? No. So he he does like he'll do caviar with a Dorito or is it? No, he'll, he'll do it with a Monster Munch. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, you I know. I get that. <laughs> Do you, Mum? Pickle, pickle down your monster munch with a bit I, of caviar. I think you would, you'd go a long way to find the taste of a Watsit. I love Watsits. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. I Do, you not? I Do you not? You, no, don't I, know, I, you I, like a pot noodle but not a Watsit? Listen, Watsit's. I, yeah, actually, I, 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 I would go for the salt and vinegar chips. Do you remember those ones? Oh, oh they sticks. look like chip sticks. sticks. Yeah. I got them for my kid the other day and I was like, these are fucking great. Did you ever cook at home? Um, yes. I, During I, uni? I got... I, I, I was all right at cooking. I was good. I was all right. I did... Um, for my final piece at university, I did this whole... Um, stand-up show about my relationship with my dad and it was all very kind of abstract theatre and stuff like that so I had to kind of do something 80s like that. So I... Um, I cooked three legs of lamb. Was this your stand-up? Yeah, yeah. I cooked three legs of lamb and put fans behind them to fill the room with the smell of lamb. So when everyone was watching it, the the, the show smelled like my, uh, my relationship between me and my dad. What's the name of that theatre? And company? this would be in like a pub? No, no. This was in like my, in my uni sort of, I don't know. Finished the, like your piece. Your yeah, exactly. Piece. Exactly, yeah. And did, what did you get for that? Oh, I can't remember something bad probably, but Did it was you a bit. The lamb later? <laughs> um, I had it. It was yum. It was really nice. See, I, I used to love cooking stuff like that, and I, I really did really get into cooking. But when my girlfriend started, when I met my girlfriend and she started cooking, I literally just stopped because it's embarrassing. Don't blame you, dude. But what's her favourite thing that you cook for her? Oh, no, she doesn't cook not, anymore, Dolly. No, it's quite clear. I don't, I'm not... Well, do you know what? There's one thing that I cooked, and it, it's a revelation when I do something right. I kind of stumbled upon... I was trying to make... Basically, there's a restaurant in LA, if you go out there, called Pine and Crane, which is oh, my favourite well, restaurant in the world. Pine Crane. It's, okay. a, it's a Taiwanese place in Silver Lake. Ooh. It is Ooh, extraordinary. I she it. It's so good. Anyway, I was trying to recreate their noodles um, and I didn't have a recipe and I based, I, I think I sort of managed to make them and that is something that I can do that she okay. will enjoy from time to time but I get so nervous Maybe. cooking now that I oh, always no. mess it up. But it's like, pe it's sort of peanut butter with sesame oil and that kind of vibe and sort of a nice thick kind of like peanutty sauce. So, so the after party's about to come out. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 28th. like I mean, I, look, you've made a name for yourself with stuff that's fats, but this is like 
does this feel like a step? And obviously, Eurovision, one of my favourite films ever. Uh, oh, yeah, actually. That it's cheered right, yeah. me up so oh, much. It was a lovely film. Honestly, like, that film was so brilliant because it was completely honest that they loved Eurovision. It wasn't taking the piss out of it. Totally. It was bringing all the kind of j- joyful elements of it. Anyway, but, like, After Party, like, it's a big lineup. Yeah, it it's is. Apple TV. Yeah, it was it's, really weird. I mean, as an actor, you kind of... It is, yeah. It's a proper whodunit kind of thing. And it's all told from each Have you episode. got a good... Do you like your character in it? Is it I do, yeah. It's kind of... It's very different to stuff I've done before. I mean, I'm doing an American accent in it. How which is, is it? like... It's go on, go on, try it on this. Was no it, way. Was it, oh, the pain did you, did you have a dialect coach? Well, I did, but I got the I got the job without a dialect coach. So my audition, which I literally thought would just be chucked in the bin because you're so used to auditioning for American stuff and it doesn't go anywhere. And it was like, oh, I've, I've got it. And I have to, I'm going to go to LA for Shit. four months during lockdown and it's going to be really weird. And I was like there for Christmas Day and, and New Year's on my own in an Airbnb. Oh. It was oh, wild. It's like you're in touch with That would have been did the girlfriend go with? No, I wasn't allowed to. I, it was it was high COVID time. No oh, one was allowed to travel. I had to. Li- I had, you know it was very difficult to get over there. But I, you know, the guy who made it, Chris Miller, did like amazing stuff, Last like Man on Earth and uh, the Lego movies and uh, uh, um, Into the Spider Verse. That Lord and Miller who make it are like a you know re- have an amazing reputation. And then and I was like, oh, you know, we'll see what happens. Did an American accent and yeah, got got it. Blew my mind. So when you were making this, you were on your own in. Los Angeles didn't oh. didn't know anybody. No, I knew uh, John Early from from the cast a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, it's COVID. Uh, but pardon. And it's and COVID it's time. Hi, COVID. An American and COVID, which yeah. is very different. Yeah. About not breaking the rules or like getting COVID. You did and wear masks. They wear masks everywhere, don't they? Yeah, yeah, very much masks in the street. But it's you know the so whole. Like, what were you doing? Like oh, what were you? Because I read something about you getting really into football. <laughs> yeah. I honestly. Because oh, you were so support? homesick. Well. I know who you support, so I'm just going to bleed into this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was in, I, I was there, and I'd sort of been. This had been kind of trickling in. I was trying to write staff, and when I'm writing the show, I try and not watch any comedy to not be intimidated. And I'm like, oh, I've got nothing to watch, and I want something to last for ages. And I'm like, I what? bet it's Tottenham. Yeah, I knew okay. it was. My because you're almost that. Jewish as well. <laughs> So it just worked. And you'd never been into football before. Well, I kind of, I think growing up, because I was, I was shit at, I was shit at sports and I was really into drama. Oh, I love it. Oh, I, it honestly, it's changed my life. I kind of feel, when I was, I didn't like eggs until I was 24 and I feel like I like eggs so much more as a result because I didn't like them so late. And I think that I, I, I like, I am like, honestly, I'm still excited by the variants you know all the stuff yeah. I'm, I thought you were talking about COVID no no no, 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 no. I know I'm excited you know that's I just think it's but... football there's nothing that makes you feel so good oh, but you can, when it's you just win pure, it, totally it's, but it's also like I kind of think because it's so easy if you're crap at something to reject it and football is such an easy thing to be like it's pointless it's literally people kicking a fucking ball around a fucking yeah, green isn't like, it's like, nice. and it is it it's is life. and I, I, I was looking for something to watch that would keep my attention that wasn't a drama and didn't end and I can just use these four months to just like binge and I was like the Premier League never ends and I'm going to make an informed decision about who I want to support based on where I live and what the teams are like and I was like they're so funny and like their trajectory is so like sweet and they're like there's a constant it's not like a glory hunt but it's like in the, it's also not too devastating it's definitely not a glory hunt no no definitely <laughs> but it's like it's just I honestly I'm a, season, tic- the- I'm a season ticket holder I love it I, I live for it it's like 
I know everything. About, and but do you know what the other thing is as well? How did it's you like, get a season ticket? Because of COVID, so many people sold theirs. Well, he's just... actually he shares one with like four other people. Oh really? Yeah. I, I on it. I love it so much. And the thing about it as well is like because I don't grow up with anyone being like fuck everyone else. I just am sort of I'm sort of into every team. <laughs> I, I I get something out of everyone. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Last supper, Jamie. Okay. Starter, main, pud, drink of choice. Uh, it's it's impossible, this question. But, so what I will say is there'll be no kind of fluidity between the courses. It's That's not okay. going to be like a whole, it's not going to be like this makes sense to have all next to each no, other. Okay. What I, I'm just, you know, thinking about this. Do you know what? In fact, thinking about this in the build-up, I've been thinking about it for a few days, and you know, I love listening to the podcast. And I happened upon, and I don't listen to it in any particular order. And I landed on Nigella's episode, yeah. and landed. the first two things of her thing were exactly the same oh, as wow. mine. I was going to say, what well, I, did. basically, I was going to say what I am always after, which I just don't think there's enough of in the UK, is an amazing guacamole. Like a perfect guacamole that I don't. Where know. have you had your perfect guacamole? At Salazar in LA is like Salazar. I don't again, know all I want to give you. It's, it's truly. It just made me feel like I've never. Did you have a foodie never, friend that took you out to these places, I, or were you scoping? Well, them I out? sort of. I got uh, scoping, I guess. Okay. But but I also have had. When he was le- reading his back copies of Tottenham Hotspur, when he was up after the, the, the Premier League, League and, uh, yeah, and he was early. reading back programmes, and yeah. then he well, thought, "I'll change it up a bit." I had the Michelin Guide in one hand, yeah. the, uh, Tottenham <laughs> and Premier Match League. in the other. Yeah, yeah. Match. yeah shoot. <laughs> Match. Um, but uh, yeah, so I would love that. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I also I'm obsessed with pickles. So again, these things don't necessarily go together. But I would love a massive bowl of like proper guacamole with uh, like tortilla chips. And I would also like Katz's pickles from um, just just those half sour ones. Katz's Deli in New York. Yeah, exactly. You just don't the big in, ones. Yeah, what, but cucumbers. But half, yeah, they're not that sweet. They're like half sour ones. Yeah, they're, they're, they're almost they're like, like they've new greens. Yeah, they've maintained their greenness. The new greens. What are they're new called greens? new greens. What are new are greens? Cucumbers. They're they're pickled cucumbers, but they pickle a new cucumber, and they don't deeply pickle them and jar them. They're just lightly pickled, and they're called new greens. Thank you, mum, for that. Wait, did you, can you? Why can't I get new greens? You can in, in East London. Whereabouts in it? I live in Where? East London. Whereabouts? Or in North Panzers will have new greens. Pan- okay, right. Off to Panzers. It's my favourite deli. Only until? talk about Panzers. Okay, I don't go further afield because it's... Panzers is good fun. Panzers is great. Oh, I love it. Mm, totally. 
Well, I mean, that's Jamie a great... Do you know what? Genuinely, I felt like I didn't know where... Like, they, basically, I've always called them half sour. That's what they call them they're, over there. Yeah, that kind of, well, the greenness. Yeah, they're called new greens. I need are. to learn how to... They're crunchy. Do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's a crunch to them, and it's like... I, I feel like when... Well, we can make them. Yeah, I, think we yeah, can I know make that's them. what I'm saying, but it's also like, mm. I just don't trust myself. And there's the excitement of being served something. Yes. But I also feel like there's always... In, like, posh restaurants or, like sort of like hipstery restaurants there's always like an emphasis on the vinegar they're so strong in vinegar and I want there to be like an even kind of like savouriness to them Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what they have in spades over there um now so is that the starter (laughs) I guess so there are there are a few like things that I'd love to put on a subcategory there, but I just no, it's, it's it. sad. To, well, I kind of was thinking it's difficult to whenever you ask this question, it's difficult to put breakfast foods on it because it always feels like a dinner question. You love breakfast, and now not you love particularly. Eggs. What, eggs, during, gonna make eggs, eggs okay. were going to make it. I feel like the why joy didn't of, you like eggs? I had it in my head that they were like an oval fart when I was growing oh, up. Oh, they're smelly. <laughs> right, yeah. My dad. I always just got confused with the idea of like. People being like, your fart smells like egg. Can I have an egg? It just never made sense <laughs> <Jesus>. to me. <laughs> no, now you've just mentioned your dad there. Well, my dad was my dad was an unbelievable cook. But yeah. like with all cooks, when he gets home... He doesn't want to cook. Well, he does, but he's not doing it right. So the morning was like... You know how like the seven dwarves in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves are carried along by the smell of Snow White's cooking... Like mine, like my dad's cooking, like would travel into my room and push me under my covers, like like abysmal <laughs> sense, like like or just burning fish at five o'clock in the morning kind of thing. Because he's like, I don't know, he's just got he had. <laughs> that's what I mean. The, it, he's eccentric. Yeah, he, while yeah, insane. Yeah, he just loved being doing the thing that would be the most difficult thing to, to do at any given time. <laughs> You know, even with his situation at the moment, it's like he just brings an endless level of comedy joy to my life. And like, I mean, this is such a segue, but it's, I do think it might be worth telling. Go on. Um, on I, basically, recently, I've been spending a lot of time at home because when I finished staff, I was able to like... I was able to, you know, I was so busy for like 14 months and I really, you know, didn't get to sit at home and actually like be with my dad and see what's going on and stuff. And and like I actually had some time over Christmas to like properly do like the weeks to kind of like just be around taking for walks and stuff. And it was just like, it was, you know, it's tough, but it was also like you have to, you really have to embrace the humour in all of it. And there's so much funny stuff going on all the time. Like I showed, have you seen The Rescue? No. I couldn't recommend it. Is this highly. the one about the Thai? Yeah, it's about the, the, the boys. Thai boys in the in the cave. Exactly. I've heard it's amazing. My two highest recommendations of the past two months are The Rescue and The Apprentice. Where's the Thai? Uh, the latest series, of The was Apprentice. It Ju- it's on national Disney. Ge- oh, so, is it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it a National it's Geographic? It is a National Geographic. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But I was like, this is a banker. I can show this. Um, I can show this over Christmas. That'll be fun. But then, as soon as it started, I remember that a lot, of, a lot of it's subtitled, and my dad doesn't really read subtitles because he finds it quite hard to read English. Um, so I was like, "Okay, do you know what? I'm just going to be an unbelievable son, and I'm going to scream." And he's partly deaf, and I was like, "I'm going to scream the subtitles at him when they come out, like in the living room, so he knows what's going on." So like throughout, <laughs> throughout the film, which is like so full of drama, I'm like, "We had to." 
we had to get there before the oxygen levels ran out in the cave. Because as much as the morale was a big part of it, we had to find a way to ensure they survived as well as being happy. And he's looking at me like, oh, yeah, okay, thanks, right, thank you very much. And then he's watching the thing like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I'd be like, and then at the point that we um, discovered the, uh, the, the, the pH levels in the water, we started to get incredibly worried. It's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then after an hour of me, literally, like, my eyes popping out of my skull because I'm trying to get this information. And I'm also trying to, like, transcribe it in a way that he understands because it's like, it's like with clarity. And he's like, uh-huh. And then after an hour, he's like, uh, Jay, could you uh, pl- please don't? Um, I really want to watch the film. Can you stop telling me about your life? <laughs> oh. Oh. And I was like, it is like you, you should have seen the veins in my head. I was like, I'd been, I'd been like literally screeched to try and get him to hear. I've been screaming at him. And I was you're like, trying to do it in the sound, the voices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what, what? And he was like, Yeah, I really want to watch this, please. And I was like, Oh, okay, right. So the misconception here, you okay? Number one, you think that from what I'm saying, it would have sounded like I, I recently rescued a. a a tight football team from a cave. Are you not interested in that? If you think that I did do that, why aren't you interested in that? And number two, aren't you surprised by the coincidental nature of my story and the film that's going? Why are you choosing to tell me this at the time that I'm watching a film about the exact same... What are the odds that you also single-handedly rescued a school football team from a cave in Thai, uh, Thailand? So, um, so is, that's, he, is he still cooking? Um, for his sins, he is still cooking. Amazing. But it's always been... he. I mean, he can't remember that I'm... He couldn't remember that I was a vegetarian pre-dementia. So, like, I mean, good luck now. But it's like, I kind of enjoy the chat, to be honest. Mm. A lot of, like, not even... It's, you just go through every meat with not even before it. <laughs> not even lamb? No. Not even chicken? No. Um, oh, he so sweet. Oh, he's, he's gorgeous. And, you know, I, me and Tash... You know, you asked me earlier about um, where we get our comedy from, and it is like, I think that staff as as a show is like all about people with no filter and no kind of like. <laughs> yeah. There's a kind of feeling of like, well, no kind of social compromise. It's just like, well, that's the thing that I want to say. So of course, <laughs> say it. Imagine if I didn't say it, mm. and that's kind of that is like the essence of comedy and it was literally in my house growing up. I mean, like I'm criticized always talking about my dad, but it's impossible not to when he's like the, you know, the, the force of life that he is. Are you going to get the chocolate and olive oil cake? There's a chocolate and olive oil cake. Yeah, is that okay? Do you like chocolate? Yeah. Well, hold on. Let's get back to your, your, your poop. No, no, we're on mains. We're on mains. We're on mains. Okay. So the main is, um, right. I, I toed and froed about it because I've been a vegetarian now for. A, sorry, Lenny. Are you going to feature meat? I, are you I can't. Feature I won't meat? feature meat just because in past. It will piss Lenny. I, it, well, yeah. no, yeah. yeah. Look, there's so much meat that I can remember being astonishing. But I was thinking about like what is the food over the past few years that's brought me the most joy? And as 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 lame as it is, the, during lockdown, Claire and sort of my girlfriend cooking what she did just like brought me heaven and uh, it's actually completely changed like I used to be really I think because I grew up never really going to restaurants and stuff Mm. when I like started working I was like oh my god I've got to go to like every Michelin star restaurant in London and while those things are fun I think the the truth 
is that she has kind of brought to me is like the best stuff isn't the kind of most sort of like insane refined kind of like corner of the world stuff and so like I, she's really just I, I felt like I hadn't eaten pasta for like five years and she's big into her pastas and oh, freshly really? made pastas oh, so for my main I was going to say I want three of her pastas Aww. and I and I want a kind of Mrs. Doubtfire of them so like three situations where there's pasta and I'm running from each one to the other so okay. because you don't want to have three pastas on one table so there's like three scenarios of pasta okay. so I'm thinking on the I want like I want to be a bit ill and yeah. be on the couch and yeah. having an alio e olio with loads of parsley and some chili flakes but just yeah. like a really beautiful but spaghetti yeah. that reveal they're all sort of going to be spaghetti because that's, that's okay. that is the for me that's there's no more satisfying texture than a piece of spaghetti so I want that yeah uh, on the couch and then I want Claire to making get, it Claire making it looking yeah, after you she, she sort of comes in and we're watching something and it's nice and it's it like it sounds like cosplay it's almost like I feel like you, uh, we're, we're learning about your bumble chats no 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 no, no, no. sorry 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 Carry this is rank <laughs> by the way I, 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 honestly sorry Claire this is this is rank <laughs> Uh, and no, I wouldn't do that. So shit, I'm not doing that. Um, but uh, what? Okay, so the next thing I want, okay. I want to go over to a big table full of all my mates, and I yeah. want to have a massive sort of uh, like bowl of arabiata, like a big, big spaghetti arabiata, yeah. um, to like sort of sharing. I need cocoa. Have you got any? Yeah. Sure. And a jug. No, no, that's quite all right. Yeah, so this so is a so chocolate and olive oil cake. Yeah. Oh my god, that cake looks madly delicious. So, okay, we got to we got to number two, Arabiata. Oh, right, right, yeah, one with your friends. Yeah, yeah, around the table. What is the last situation? So the last one is um, I don't I've sort of not really thought this analogy. It's been I've not really thought this analogy through. Basically, the last one is uh, a pasta she cooked me once, which is uh, it's like a thick spaghetti called peachy. It's like hand rolled. It's like quite. It's sort of like. A bit knobbly. It's like kind of like it's it, like kind of knobbly worms. It's sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that with like a, an almond basil pesto with like when, you know when you know when like pesto is like super bright green. Yeah. And and pestle and mortar kind of proper. Wow. Yeah. That. And Claire does last. that great. She does. Yeah. I do feel like I do feel like that's grotesque to be going on about my girlfriend's no, cooking. I think it's but she's great. honestly. Uh, honestly, I'd like Claire to come it's and been and cook for it's us. been a true it's Claire been like such a revelation tonight. because she's like having I mean yeah she should have come she was well up for it actually she's she, she actually her and her flatmate Stan uh, got me into the podcast Aww. and and then Love I was that. loving every second of it oh you're so sorry did you make this today I, I made it, it this mum, morning mum did this thank you Lenny. but oh. I don't I don't know that it's any good it's nice it's, I can do you like creme fraiche or yes. do you like double cream creme fraiche and no what what would you recommend Creme fraiche seems right for olive oil and chocolate, no? Yeah, Feels like it's in the same universe. What, what are you going to have? I don't know. You don't? Come on. Yeah, no, well, I, I'm not actually... I've, I'm, I'm not, not a had sweet person, she said. I always say that. I, I want half of that, actually. I'm going to have cream. Okay. Um, so, for dessert, I mean, the thing is, I want to name check. I, I feel like I'm so heavily reliant on the, the restaurants in my area to bring me joy, especially like... So where do you go? Where's your... Oh, my God. Well, Little Duck Picklery... I knew you were going to say that because oh. of the pickling stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, it's incredible. They're very good. I mean, I could, I could basically make my whole menu up of Little Duck Picklery, but I, I wanted to be more like sentimental. Raw duck went. 
Yes. I it really was liked really it. good. I but Doc Soup, Doc Soup is obviously a staple of all staples. But I, I uh, that sounded I so bad. <laughs> of course, <laughs> Doc Soup is a staple. Thank you for that spoon. Doc Soup is a staple. <laughs> but no, Little Doc Picklery is just, we actually went there for uh, on, on Saturday and it was just like heaven. And uh, But yes, for my pudding, Popham's. Yeah, I know Popham's. So, my pudding, and it is my, it, it's genuinely my favourite pudding I've ever had, is um, the, they do like a sticky toffee croissant pudding. Oh, wow. Uh, sticky toffee croissant. It, it truly is, it's a sensation. Really? It's really, So, really, Holly, really you good. having that in the morning, like when you just get no, 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 no. This is on their evening menu. Oh, they have an evening, oh. Yeah, I yeah, they, they do, do an evening menu. Yeah, they do like an amazing pasta menu. Oh. In the evening, and but, but and you the, live very close to there. I yeah, I literally. That's I, I, dangerous. Yeah, 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 I really do. But um, and uh, yeah, so that would I can't think of a pudding I've ever had that's topped that. There have been puddings that have come and gone, but that I also like don't. Nice. Yeah, hang on, I've had a bite. This is very nice, mum. Light as a feather. Mm. This is well, really nice. I'm Who's really happy I went with creme fraiche as well. Nigella, but it's not made with chocolate. It's made with cocoa. Oh, wasn't that kind of chocolate? Yeah, but it's chocolate. It's powder. Wait, have I done all my? Have I done all my courses? You've then? done all your courses. I didn't without even realizing. That's how the natural flow of this conversation <laughs> is I ebbing. Know, I need to ask. Please. You've clearly got a gorgeous voice. <laughs> What's your karaoke song? I always get really embarrassed doing karaoke, right? And but, but bear with me. I know this is. Are hell. you shy? I'm not shy. I just I feel like I have a chip on my shoulder, which is like. I don't know how to sing in like a fun way. Do you know what I mean you by that? You take it quite seriously. I don't. Right, exactly. I can't handle. <laughs> I can't handle the thought of of sort of like being sat at a dinner table, <laughs> really singing my heart out. What like would? I would love to, to just sort of come on Eileen and 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 muck around, but that's not yeah. the point, is it? No. But I. But I. So yeah. what would your song be? My heart will go on. <laughs> I think the last time I did karaoke, it's been a long time because I am self-conscious about it when I do it, but it was probably lately. Stevie? Okay. Oh, wow, that's okay. a good one. Quite slow. Quite slow. Not right for the podcast. <laughs> no, it's, it's gorgeous. What's the words? Lately I've been... Lately I've had the strangest feeling. The very strangest slowly feeling. taking me apart. Not the thought of losing you has been sorry this is so disappointing I I, I know I know I've been exactly the same by the way but like Jessie hates karaoke I fucking hate it but you'll know that born out of having a very very pushy mother when I was when I was a teenager I would do some session singing from time to time and then I got into a band and I went down that road, but then I just didn't back myself you to really sing a much a little bit. So so yeah. songwriters would get me to sing their songs to pitch to like you, Cliff wanna, Richard and people know, like that. I used to do that too. Do you know about my singing Spanish Christmas songs? Should, no. <laughs> I had to sing of Holly, Holly, you know how the Spanish say Sweet singing in the choir. Oh. <laughs> I know, how old was I? Did I get paid, Mum? No, you were doing... Were you proud? You were grown up. I was 15, I think. And I was singing, Oh, the Holly and the Ivy. Oh, wait, no. Oh, the rising why does that, of why? the sun. <laughs> wait, you had to sing yeah, had The to Holly sing and the Ivy in a Spanish accent. Why it did was you do, you to do that? I don't know. 
it was for a Spanish Christmas. I don't know. Well, why did the Spanish Christmas not want it in Spanish? Maybe it's out there somewhere. Maybe it's out there. <laughs> Sweet singing in the choir. No, yeah, no. So was your session singing like that where you had to sing in Spanish? I remember I had, I had to... No. <laughs> Funnily enough, I didn't know. Oh, no. you missed out. <laughs> mm. I, had to, I do remember having to pitch a song to Cliff Richard called... I owe, <laughs> sorry, I can't breathe. I haven't spoken about this for like 25 years. Yeah, exclusive. Love it. I had to sing a song to pitch to Cliff Richard called I owe it all to rock and roll. <laughs> Oh my god! You do. I think you can. Come on. Or the title is all you need. I would just sing the title, which I don't. Sing the title. No, 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 no. It's not happening because I'm worried. Did he not take it? I don't know. I think he. I don't know. I don't know if I do. I don't know if I do. What's a rock and roll? Here's a funny. Here's a funny fact. My dad, growing up, my dad's sort of like fact that he'd always. They'd always tell me anytime Cliff Richard was mentioned, which is why I was so excited by yeah. this. He'd go, "I oh, weirdly had a lot, a big relationship with Cliff Richard from afar." <laughs> he'd be, he'd go, anytime I mentioned him, he'd go, "You know the thing about Cliff Richard? I was born same day, same hour, same year, same month, everything as him, everything." And I'd always be like, "I don't know who Cliff Richard is, but that's quite cool." I'm gonna like go into school being like, people be talking about, "Yeah, my dad's a fireman." Yeah, my dad, yeah, my dad's actually born on the same day as <laughs> our. Here is Cliff Richard, and we're like, who's Cliff Richard? It's like, um, uh, and then be like, uh, the Lord's Prayer cover. Anyway, um, <laughs> and uh, then I was I was part of a, a theatre company when I was younger, growing up called Chicken Shed Theatre Company. I I am in love with the world. I sang that on top of the pops. Shut up. Yeah, when I was a kid, well, I was one of the many people in the chorus. Oh wow! Yeah. Why did you do Chicken Shed? Just because my. Do you know what? Uh, so when my dad, my dad ran a restaurant so sweetly, um, they, one of the founding members had a birthday there. And uh, so I don't know if people who don't know Chicken Shed Theatre Company is like an inclusive theatre company mm. for people with learning disabilities, any, all sorts of abilities. Mm. And um, they came in and they were having dinner at his restaurant to celebrate. And he came out and the birthday girl was, um, she had cerebral palsy, mm-hmm. so she needed help eating and stuff. And he came, the sh- he came out and was like, sat with them and like, and like like help with the food and stuff like that and um, they said we're starting up a theatre company in a church at the time and I was like four and I'd been like I want to do acting please and he they mentioned that they were doing like a drama club in a church and he was like I got to do a thing in the church you do acting in there and then it ended up becoming this did big you thing love in North doing London. it? well I did it from the age of five to twenty-one wow yeah I was there for a long time I went to college there like it was like my life forever I loved it it was it did taught me so much Jamie, I, I know that you're a fan of the podcast and I hope that we haven't disappointed you, but we, I feel like we have got some information about food in there, somewhere <laughs> in this chat. Um, Sorry. But do you have good table manners? Um, I think so. I was asking who my, my flatmate I was with today this and um, I think I'm eating with my mouth full right now. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, because We've we haven't stopped. Planning. I try to, I try to. And what's your worst table manner in somebody else, Jamie? <laughs> oh, okay. Um... I'm I'm generally all all right. I think my one big bugbear. Oh, actually, this is sort of beyond table manners, mm. but it's a it's sort of the, what something that happens. I have two things. Number one is that smell that you get on your clothes in certain restaurants. 
Do you know the one I'm talking no, about? No. It doesn't have a name. And it may have been the greatest meal of your life, but you resent them the next totally. day. Totally. Yeah. There are some restaurants like A Name and Shame who have it. I literally... Go places... On. I won't. Places that places that I love the food and I'm like... I'm going to smell I, like shit the next day. I literally left one of them and a dog ran up to me and, <laughs> and I thought I was like a poo or something. It, it, what? Why isn't there a name? For, I feel like there should be like... That should be part of like... A health rating, right? What is it? It's like oil in the. Is it like? Is it like oil in yeah, the air? Yeah. You always get it's it like. like yeah. I've never noticed it. Oh yeah. I used like to work there, with Robert Jess. Poffer, and he he used to do a thing where I, he hated it so much. After a restaurant, he'd always smell his knee because he'd be like, "If my knee smells, then then it's then it's really bad." Why? Because it's like traveled to your knee. Because it's well, because it's like you just don't really. It's like if you if you're smelling your if you're smelling your jacket, then it's like it kind of like I don't know jack I don't know. It's like your your knee shouldn't be smelling after a dinner. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm maybe going to try that one. So that smell is one thing. And then the other is I really struggle with an ab... Like, look, I'm not suggesting there should always be a seating plan. But when it's like a ri- seating plan decided by arrival times, uh, it's just... It's hell. By arrival? You know when you... People uh, are, arrival the order time. The I thought you meant arrival. No, arrival. No, 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 no. no. The so or- you, you, right. you, arrival. Okay, the yeah. Arrival time. So you times. end up with the all the duff people at the wrong end. Well, duff is a strong word. I suppose it's just like in like the wrong order of people. If I had my way, they would be the best people. Well, no, I don't. I just want to be next to someone that I like. Say you're going for a dinner with like a catch up. It's someone's birthday dinner with like ten mates. It's like you're going to celebrate that person's yeah. birthday. Look, it's, there's nothing wrong with meeting someone new. Sometimes a wonderful thing happens. But if you've had like a long day at work and you really just want to enjoy the dinner and be in a kind but of party scenario... But then who should scenario, sit next to that person? They decided, be by, decided by the seating plan that should, I think... I never do seating plans, by the way. This is but, quite Larry David, but I'm into it. You, you, oh you, my God, it happens in the new series of Curb, doesn't oh, does it? does it? Do you know what? There's no bad people. There's just bad combinations at bad times. And the the thing that's born out of it, which is actually ultimately the table manner in question that I find mm. to be a problem, is seeing someone at the table who keeps trying to get their story out and can't. And there's a, a few people who are culprits for the reason they can't get it oh out. God, I think I am. No, 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 no. It, but it's fine because there's the people who are saying the stories are usually the best. But I can't handle seeing someone in the middle of a table going, um, you know, you know oh. please, please go on, kind of kind of thing. And I'm I find myself literally locking eyes with that person all night, being like, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you a chance to say that story. Oh. And more often than not. The story isn't... It's, it's fine. It's fine. But I also... I just am like... You've got anxiety. If you don't have the right people around them, then it's like... Then it, they, they kind of live in a wall of noise that they're never going to break out of. And I find it at every dinner I go to, I just spend the whole thing with sweat dripping down the back of my neck watching this person being like oh man it's highly stressful I think it comes from having a really bassy loud voice and definitely always being able to just be like and when I was 14 <laughs> and seeing someone be like um so well I think about olive oil chocolate cake is um you know what we've never had that one on the podcast and I, I completely I actually I understand that one so, um... I just inhaled I just <laughs> inhaled so much cocoa <laughs> Sorry. I took a bite. No, it's my bad. Water here. I took a big deep breath as I went to bite. <laughs> like as I went to bite the cake, and it's it's now my esophagus is now like speckled. Okay, and whilst we killed Jamie, and um, thank you so much for being on uh, the podcast. Thank Jamie. you so much. I had the best time. This has been a dream country. Thank you.
so sweet. And I liked two very, very valid points. Three different pasta scenarios, which I appreciated. Mm -hmm. And also the seating plan. No one's talked about that, but that is a bugbear of mine. And I now, yeah, I feel I understand that. But he wanted not to mix. He wanted to be with people he knew. But I, 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 I think I agree. You don't have to be the situation. person you don't know. Maybe, no. You know, food for thought, guys. Food for thought. I loved it when he spoke with his Greek accent. I know, and his dad sounds so lovely. And his sister is fucking hysterical. So I'll have to get a sister on. I'll have to get him back. If you haven't watched Athletes Fats, which I'm sure you, lots of you have... You need to because Staff is one of the the sweetest, sweetest characters people. like ever. Dozy but sweet. And all the characters in there are so brilliant. And um, thank you, Jamie Dimitri, for coming on Table Manners. Say it the way he says it. Dimitri. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. And thank you to Jamie.